great to see you. It's been a while, I know, but I am back. I feel like I'm a long lost friend, but a lot of things have been happening. As you can see, I'm not in the old office anymore. For those of you watching on Facebook, we have moved to Maslin and there's some pretty cool stuff kind of happening in the background that I'm excited about that I hope you guys will get to hear about really, really soon. But because we're back, I think it's a great time to start our Monday morning moments again. And we're going to start out where we started out, I would say, before the pandemic even hit. We're going to go through the book of James. I'm actually um, filling in as a pastor at a church down in the Baltic Riggersville area. Um, and so I'm going to be walking with the congregation through the book of James. And I thought, what better place to do it than right here? So without further ado, let's get started. Well, you know, when I was in school, I hated taking tests, which is kind of funny because I ended up going into a profession where in order to get certified, you have to take this huge test. It's, I was, I'm a paramedic by trade, um, not really a practicing paramedic anymore, but that's neither here nor there. I had to take this test called the National Registry, and it was horrible. It give, they build it all up and you get really, really nervous. And then next thing you know, you're taking this test and it's on a computer. So you don't know whether you passed or you failed. And then you've got to go and you've got to do these skills in person with people. And, and they're not any help either. They don't let you know if you passed or failed until after you've done the station. And it just can get really, really nerve wracking. Well, believe it or not, in our lives, we find ourselves in times of trials. The book of James is actually written by Jesus's brother, James, and in it, it's kind of like a New Testament Proverbs, if you will, because he goes through a whole bunch of other, a whole bunch of different topics talking about how to live our lives as followers of Christ. And he begins on a very important topic, something that we all deal with, probably something that we're all dealing with right now. The past two years have been one big trial. And so James talks to the readers of his of his letter and he talks to him about trials and this listen to what he says this is coming from james chapter one starting in verse two consider it pure joy my brothers and sisters whenever you face trials of many kind because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete not lacking anything if any of you lacks wisdom you should ask god who gives generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to you but when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. James is saying, you know what? Consider it pure joy when you are find yourselves in these times of tests. Now, I want you to understand what he's talking about when he says pure joy, because when I hear the word pure joy, I think, man, he just wants me to be happy that I'm going through some horrible thing in my life that's that's really testing my faith, that's really testing who I am as a person. Well, I don't think James is really thinking of the joy thing, like we see joy. I think James is more talking about being grateful. And what I'm talking about is if we turn back to the book of Acts in chapter, I believe it's five, we find that Peter and some of the apostles are pulled in front of the Sanhedrin to talk to them because they're preaching the gospel of Jesus and they end up flogging them and beating them. And as the apostles are leaving, they found themselves grateful for the situation because they were able to suffer like Jesus suffered. Now, I'm not saying we have to be grateful because of the trials that we're going through causes us to feel suffering like Jesus suffered. However, 
Jesus does call us to be suffering servants, which is why he tells us to take up our cross and follow him. I think these these tests, you know, if we were to look at it, we, you could think of it almost like somebody that's that's uh, purifying silver. What they do is they take the raw silver and they put it in a big pot and they boil it, and so all the imperfections rise to the top, and then the silversmith will take them off the take the imperfections out and they cool it and they keep doing the same thing until they have pure silver. You know, when God allows us to go into these times of testing, he's really testing us to see where our faith is at, whether we're going to be true to him or if we're going to kind of stray. You know, he wants to find out if we're fair weather faith people. You know, I, I know people that, that give their life to Christ and they go, oh yes, here we go. And then as soon as something tough happens, they find themselves walking away. And, you know, it's, I can understand why. I really can. Um, this faith walk that we find ourselves in, it's not for the faint of heart uh, because we are called to go through these times of testing and trials. And something that we really need to be worried about is that temptation sometimes begins to really sneak in when we find ourselves in these times of trials because Satan sees the fact that we're going through this thing that potentially could cause us to lose our faith. And so he wants to just push it just a little bit further, just a little bit more, just to see where we're at. And so we have to be careful because temptation to sin begins to creep in. It's something that we all struggle with. I have a really hard time with that. See, the problem, the difference is that temptation in itself isn't bad, but what is bad is when we finally take the bait and we do sin. That's where the problem is. If we were to go on and read in, in James chapter one, he's going to, he would actually talk about that. But see, when we find ourselves in these times of testing and temptation and trial, we have to remember that we need to rely on God. That's why James tells us that, you know, if you don't have the wisdom to get through what you're going through, then all you have to do is ask. You just have to pray to God to give you the wisdom and you have to do it with 100% faith. Sometimes that's easier said than done, but in the long run, what we find, and this is why he talks about perseverance, because when we persevere through the trial and the temptation and we keep our faith in Jesus and we keep our hope that he's going to help us get through, then what we find is at the other end of it that we have increased our faith, that we have actually found ourselves more spiritually mature, that we have found ourselves better off than when we started going through that trial and that test. And I think that's the whole reason why we find ourselves in these times of trials and temptations, because God wants us to become spiritually mature. And quite honestly, the only way that that's going to happen is by testing. It's the same thing as when kids are in school and they test. You know, they take these tests to see if they're reaching the benchmarks for the year. And God allows us to be tested because he wants to see where we stand in our faith. And so I ask you, when you go through these times of trials and these times of testing, do you rely on God? Or are you more of a fair weather faith person and you, you stray until whatever the issue is, is gone. And then you come back to faith. That's not what he wants. He wants us to rely on him 100% of the time. Let's pray. Father, we know that you allow us to come to these times of temptation, trials, and testing. And 
you know, they're, they're really a time for us to examine our faith and to examine what's going on with our faith. And it gives us a chance and an opportunity to come before you and to ask you for the wisdom to get through so that we can gain so much more experience and that we can mature our faith in you. Father, I pray that when we do find ourselves in these times that we turn to you, we rely on you, we make you the foundation of what we're going through. Lord, I just pray that if anybody is in that time right now, that they do turn to you, that they look to you for guidance in whatever their situation may be. In your wonderful and holy name we pray. Amen. All right, everybody. I hope you guys have a great week. I will see you right here next week. Take care and God bless. Thanks for listening to today's Morning Moment. It is my hope that today's devotional has inspired you. And if it has, can you do me a favor and share it? And then just take a few minutes and rate the podcast as well. These two things will help me immensely to reach more people and to help them to experience the gospel of Jesus Christ like never before. Also, don't forget to subscribe so that you can get the podcast when it releases. If you'd like more Mission 4110, check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And once again, thank you for joining us on the Mission 4110 podcast. Take care and God bless. Oh, 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 oh,